If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go on anchor.fm and get started. Hey y'all, my name is Mel and this project is meaningful to me because it's a platform we created for women to freely express themselves and be the loud and proud confident women that they're entitled to be. Hey, I'm Vicky and just like Mel, I've been in and witnessed too many situations where I felt prejudged and misunderstood or even worse was provoked and later on was labeled as crazy for loving myself enough to stand up for me. Honestly, if I had a dollar for each time I've been called crazy or too much, simply for standing up for myself or asking questions when things didn't add up, I'd be on an island I bought with that money right now. And I almost started to believe it, that it was me. But then I realized over time that my voice was my power. And through my story and through this podcast, I hope to inspire women from all walks of life to find their courage and speak up. I'm beyond over being told to take it, and I wanted to be the voice for the ladies who aren't quite ready to roar just yet. Women aren't to be placed in a box. We come from different backgrounds and have different journeys, and that's pretty much how we become ourselves and find our purpose. So a man has no place telling us how to be, neither does society. I really hope women listen to this podcast and feel heard and realize there's nothing wrong with a little crazy as long as it means you're freely expressing yourself this podcast will touch on all things woman let's get crazy hello crazy bitches we're back again. <laughs> back again with the back again the new episode today we'll be talking about toxicity yay <laughs> oh by the way just a heads up i will be sneezing coughing and making weird faces and that's why you will hear vicky laugh in the background because she can see my face you cannot but she can so carry on <laughs> we're also like trying to do this over a teams meeting or zoom meeting zoom and- and there may or may not be a lag. So if I say something or if Lisa says something and we respond to each other like two minutes in between, that's technology. People deal with it. Yep. But welcome back to our show. Welcome back. So today we're talking about toxicity because since um, <laughs> 2020 hit, it's been pretty freaking toxic, not just with the corona and the quarantine. But I feel like people have really shown every single side of their dark side this year, um, which is pretty surprising. Yep. It's pretty um, disappointing. Yeah, because <laughs> it's the year of it's the year of passive aggression and oh, toxic behavior, and like people, it's like the pandemic. Like, it has given people the opportunity to really show their true colors because it's like 
being stuck at home and being frustrated and just with everything going on in the world and people just getting depressed and dealing with mental illness, like that brings out the ugly out of people and a lot of people's true colors, just speaking from personal experience. I know Vicky can speak from personal experience as well. People have really just been showing their true, disgusting, rotten colors. And we're here to talk about it because, I mean, if we both been going through it, we know that there's other people out there who have as well. Yeah. So um, we kind of, I put together a couple um, things here. I just jotted down a couple things. Basically, um, how to detect toxicity, kind of. How to interpret toxic behavior and how to not allow it to, you know, mess oh, with good. your own aura, your own energy. Um, so basically I wrote down a lot, of, a lot of things that remind me of toxic behavior. So the first one that I put on here is inconsistency and one-sidedness so does not practice what they preach so what this means is you will always with a toxic person a lot of the times they want to push you into doing things and give you a type of energy that they will never accept for themselves oh, they want yes. to leave you to path that they may not like to be led themselves uh -huh. and a lot of the times a toxic person is going to either try to convince you to go that go a route that they want to go or they're going to manipulate a situation where you end up down that path regardless right but if you do it to them it's like a whole like end of the world Whew. so what are your thoughts on this like, how do you feel about this particular trait of toxicity in people uh, um just speaking from personal experience like just having to have dealt with that even prior to the pandemic and people just showing their horrible colors shades of brown due to brown and <laughs> mud green uh it's just it's just you know like since since before the pandemic i've always been a person who just didn't have a problem being the bigger person and like i feel like people know that if they know that you're someone who is used to taking the high road and just being like, okay, you know, like, let me, let me take the high road and, and, and uh, compromise and, and just let you have it or be the one to extend an olive branch. They're just kind of like spoiled and they expect that from you. So now they use that as a manipulation tactic. So it's like they fuck up or they disrespect you and then they're like, Oh, but it's okay because, all I have to do is flip the script and then make it like, oh, you kind of deserve that disrespect. And now you have to apologize to me. And uh, <laughs> I don't know, this year, this year I was like, mm. <laughs> no, you know, it, I agree with that. That's, that, that's, that's a manipulation tactic right there. Like, that's all I see it as. It's like, there's no way that you don't know that there are ways to communicate that are not that you know that don't include manipulation and just like how can i say like as you said it's just like they want you to kiss their ass and just get on your knees and beg for what you're the one who's disrespecting me <laughs> you know what i mean and you want me to feel like your passive aggression and your disrespect is a form of like 
like instead of you coming and being like, hey, maybe I did do something that you didn't like or I hurt your feelings or I made you feel away. That's very much so possible. The thing is, I'm the kind of person and Vicky's the kind of person as well. What'd you say? Go ahead. I said it's, it's sometimes it's as simple as a conversation. A conversation. A whole energy. A convert. I am like the easiest person. If you sit me down and you talk in a tone that is respectful and you say, hey, Mel, I noticed you have a pattern of doing this or saying that. Sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing to bother people because that's not how I am or who I am. I don't intentionally want to bother people. So if I'm doing something that is bothering you, don't let it build up to a point where I become your enemy and I don't know, or we're in competition because you don't like me because I've been doing so-and-so to get on your nerves or, and you've just been bottling it up. And now it's just being projected in this weird energy that I feel because I'm an empath. So like, I feel like your movements are weird. I feel like you're trying to provoke me, even though you're saying it in a nice voice or do you understand what I'm saying? It's just like, or you're, you're just, you're doing little things that are just provoking me, although you're not being direct about it. You know what I mean? That's toxic. As you say, that's very, very toxic. People don't know that having a simple, like, can we sit down? Can we talk about it? You know, what's the, look, I don't like when you do this. or I don't like when you say that I didn't like when you did this, or I didn't like when you did that. That is the healthiest form of communication. Anything else, honestly, is toxic. And you know, that's what I have to say on that. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. And I do feel like I'm looking at something else that I wrote right underneath this, which kind of segues right out of what you just said, which um, is there's a passive aggression as opposed to having just a simple conversation. And then sometimes on top of the passive aggression, what I wrote here is a complete disconnect or a constant joking or jabs about personal issues. Mm. Now I know in friendship every like there are different friendships that have different dynamics like if you look at men's friendships like straight cisgender men's friendships sometimes it's rough they play rough they talk rough they'll insult each other like just off site but it's it's love for women we kind of do it too but we're not as aggressive about it with with our friends so for me i feel like when i have a friend who constantly has something to say about my personal issues like if i share my personal issues with you and like you constantly use it as material to just like poke fun or make jabs it's mm. like yeah some jokes are kinky but when you hear people joke over and over and over again and then sometimes there's a tone sometimes it's an under layer huh? sometimes people will say things to you with a smile on their face and a giggle in their tone and it's an insult so it's yep. like it's kind of like, are you trying to be funny or are you taking jazz because you don't know how to open your mouth and say what your actual problem is? That to me is extremely toxic. I'm, I take my friendships and my, my people who I let in. I'm a very guarded person. I'm a very private person. Yeah, and whoever I let close to me, like they get to see the real 100% me. So it's just kind of like, if I'm sharing all of my intimate details with you, 
it's not for you to take them and use them against me simply because you don't have the courage in your chest to tell me what I did to you. It's low-key hate. It's low-key. Sometimes the toxic behavior comes from, yeah, it comes from just being a hater. It comes from someone just yeah. feeling like you have something that they should have or you have something that you don't deserve or whatever the hell it is, and they just feel threatened by you. And so instead yeah. of being able to just hey, I don't like this or I don't like it's a passive aggressive toxicity. It's a poking fun at my situation. It's like just, mm-hmm. I come to you and I make a comment or a complaint about something. It's like, oh girl, whatever, you're not gonna do in any ways, blah, blah, uh. blah, blah, blah. And most times the people uh-huh. who are going off on you or dabbing at your your situation are people who have no room to talk. <clears throat> it's me. always no the opportunity to say anything. Yo, ten times out of it, ten. It's always it's always the motherfucker that has a pile of shit sitting <laughs> on top of their head, just smelling like a whole fucking garbage area. It's just, it's always that one person who has like a whole fucking sewage on their fucking head. Just, you know, skeletons that are just jumping out of the closet and screaming for help. It's them. It's always the, it's always the motherfucker that hasn't healed, that just <laughs> doesn't love themselves. It's <laughs> I am looking at my list. It's too crazy, like mm. how long ago. Sorry, we're like lagging over each other. I know, Our sorry. Bad. But I was just saying, like, I was crazy how we actually had meeting about this episode like a whole month ago I feel like and since yeah like this topic was discussed between us so many things in our personal life has came up that it's almost like I feel like did we create this energy like I'm looking at something here right <laughs> underneath the topic that I wrote down which is confusion and I know that you especially have just gone through this with a person where um, I don't think they did it to you. Well, yeah, they 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 did it to you without really even saying it in so many words, but basically comparing your life struggles to another person's and belittling their their struggles because you feel like what you're going through is worse than anybody else's. Mm. Let me tell you something. <laughs> 2020 was a year that spared no motherfucking body, okay? 2020 is a year that, like, I'm not saying you're not allowed to, I'm not saying suffer in silence. I'm not saying you're not allowed to complain. I'm not saying you're not allowed to feel like life is fucked up because it is. But let me explain something. Life is fucked up for everybody right now. It's been fucked up since January 1st, 2020. Okay. So there's no reason for anybody to go go through anything to be be like, oh, my struggles are are worse than yours my struggles are worse than yours my struggles are worse than yours and to then a person like crap because mentally or spiritually just cannot be there for you this is the year where unfortunately if you know that the person is a good person they've always been a good person you they have anything to you that would make you feel other have to give them a pass ma'am or sirs because this year a lot of people don't have it in them nope this year has drained the life out of so many people that it's like for you to expect more from a person than what they are offering you this year it's selfish yeah it's selfish it's wrong 
it's toxic as fuck. It's disgusting, to be quite honest. Like, I, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This year, I lost the man who raised me. I lost my father. Uh, it's my, my mother's husband. They got married when I was about, like, eight years old. And he has been in my life this whole entire time. And it's he, he was taken away from a disease that Kurt and I were in class making fun of. Everything was coronavirus, coronavirus, you know. And uh, for it to, you know, to hit me like that two weeks after my birthday during a a pandemic and it was honestly one of the darkest times in my life and I have been through a lot of dark times it was this one time was a time where like I was literally I'm trying not to get emotional because like my period is around the corner it was a time where I literally in prayer just would <laughs> beg God <laughs> you know just beg God to just like just let me find myself again, my light. You can ask Vicky or anyone who was around me. I was just like all over the place. Uh, and I just didn't have it. I, I just, I only had enough to show up for my kids. I just didn't have it. I just, I did not have it. I know that I'm used to being the friend who can like maintain like 15 healthy friendships. You know what I mean? Without people even, you know, knowing that like from the point I wake up and I go to sleep, like I, I'm being a mom, I'm in school, I'm working, whatever the case may be. And I have an actual like best friend that I live with, but I'm still maintaining all these friendships with all these people at the same time. But this year, like Vicky says, not just myself, but a lot of people just didn't have it. And sometimes I felt like, is it not a big deal to lose your dad? Like, <laughs> you know, Vicky, you know, I, I asked you many times, I was like, is it not a big deal? And Vicky would have to be the one to tell me, like, no. Everything that you're feeling is valid. And, and you know, and I appreciate that. And I'm blessed to have a best friend like that because I feel like the majority, and not everyone I do, I'm grateful for uh, Eleo who let me stay with her. I'm grateful for, you know, like, obviously, a lot of my friends for checking up on me. What I'm saying is that a lot of time, like, once it, the month started to go by, it wasn't a topic of discussion anymore. You know, people were just, I just, and although I'm still feeling it, people are expecting me to just be like, okay, show up and, you know, be yourself. And it's just like, I was with one of, uh, one of my girls and like, uh, um, I don't think like she didn't mean anything by it, but she was just like, Hey, you're, you're quiet. You know, I'm used to you being talkative. And I was like, I changed. Sometimes I don't yeah. talk. Sometimes I don't talk and it's not like on purpose or to be rude. It's just, I get in this uncomfortable bubble. It's like, if it's some, if it's a new territory or it's like something that is just abrupt, I just get quiet. I just get in my shell. I just don't want to be the center of attention. I don't want too much noise. And the only person who really makes me feel like that's okay it's Vicky, you know, she's the only one who to be like, hello, yeah, uh, excuse me, ma'am, you know, so just to touch base on that, I've had a lot of people just be like, I get that your dad died, but I need you to show up, you know, and that's toxic to me, that's not a friendship, and I've had to let those people go. I've had to accept that they were in the wrong. Yeah, and it's just, I feel like there's no other choice. I mean, really. I mean, in this this year in general, like I keep saying, um, if you're not 
someone who understands that li life is slapping everyone in the face right now, then you may have to go it alone. Because I don't know too many people this year, after going through everything that we've all been through, who's going to tolerate having someone on their team who's all me, 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 me. This is really the year where people have shown themselves more than ever in the most disgusting kind of ways. And I feel like it's just really disappointing because in the beginning of this, I really thought that it would show a calmer like side of humanity. And it's just, it hasn't, it hasn't at all. It's brought the most disgusting, like, I don't promise to, to Satan but this is his motherfucking year. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, like, this is the year mm. of the Satan because I don't understand, like, what... He was like, God, please, let me get one year, please, please, please. And God was like, fine, you take 2020. <laughs> I swear. I swear, like, it's to a point where in my head I keep thinking, like, okay, December's coming, so that means another year is coming in. But it's, like, exciting, but at the same time, it's like, but wait. The last time that we all collectively prayed for a new year, we ended up with 2020. So I don't know. <laughs> like, I'm just kind of like, it's so much going on that it's like, I can't imagine myself having to be in a space where a person who I think has my back or a person who should have my back or a person whose back I constantly have is low-key like either plotting on me or just genuinely doesn't give a shit about what I have going on unless it benefits them or unless I can be, you know, a shoulder to cry on for them or a, a body to take to the nearest party. And it's just kind of like, sometimes you just need to know who's really on your team. Sometimes you just need to know what mm. energy to trust because I say this, if, if you ever spent a real moment with me, you would have heard me say at least once, energy doesn't die, it transfers, I believe in energy so immensely, to the point where like, sometimes I'll, like, and I've told you this before, Mel, when we live together, like, I'll come home from work and tell you, like, I just experienced a person's energy on the train, and it was so oh, yeah. dark that it made me, like, physically ill, like, you know, like, I've been around just strangers in public where it's like they'll walk next to you or sit next to you on the bus or whatever and you just feel so just you mm. can feel the darkness and like the depression or whatever it is they're going through you can feel it if you're a spiritual person and you believe in, in spirituality and you believe in feeling energies and stuff like that you can feel other people's energy because scientifically even if you don't believe in that scientifically energy doesn't die it transfers so yeah there's been times where I've been on the train, someone will come in and like, they look off and then their energy is off and it makes, it'll give me a headache or it'll make me nauseous until I get my body physically away from that person. So for me, it's like, if that's, that's an intense reaction to have to another person's energy, which means that I have allowed myself right. to come to a point in my spirituality where I'm allowing these things to manifest for me. So it's just kind of like, I have to be very careful who I let into my circle. Amen. And I'm cautious of this. So imagine the people who aren't. Imagine the people who aren't cautious of this. They're just mm. walking around, doing anything, letting anyone in their circle. And sometimes you 
are doing everything right. You're checking all the boxes, you're dotting all the I's, crossing all the T's, and your shit is still fucked up. And you're like, where or why? What step did I miss? And it's not even you. It's another People hating from the sidelines. Exactly. Exactly. It's a silent killer. It's deadly. You don't see it. You don't understand where it's coming from. You just experiencing the shit. It's happening to you. Amen to the motherfucking word. Yo, I was over here pointing the finger, snapping my fucking fingers because, yo, that shit is so fucking real and raw. Like, people that you think are your friend who are in the front line, just like, you're telling them your plans, your goals, your aspirations, your congratulations and all of that. And these people are low-key like, oh, I'm praying for this person's downfall. So everything that you prep and prepare for yourself and everything is just done exactly how it's supposed to get done and you just don't understand you're like god is not god the, what's blocking your blessings is that like wave of energy that you have around you of people who that's why i i posted recently on facebook i said if you don't like me i don't care i just don't care i like i used to care you know <laughs> And I used to, to try to get people to like me because I was like, I'm so likable. Like, why don't you like me? Like, let me try this. and Let me try that. And let me try this conversation. Let me try, you know, telling you this. And no, nah, if you don't like me, I, it doesn't change my value. It doesn't change the kind of friend or person or mom or sister or wife or whoever the fuck I am. It does not change that. But the only thing that needs to change and be reevaluated is your position in my life. I, I'm not, you know what I mean? If anything needs to be adjusted as far as my attitude or whatnot, I'm not perfect. Cool. We can have a conversation, as you said previously, on this topic. It's a simple conversation. I'm not a fucking demon. Obviously, if I hurt someone's feelings, it's going to affect me. And if I care about you, I'm going to adapt and adjust. But if I'm just happy and jolly and just being myself and it provokes your demons, please take yourself somewhere else. You don't have to be here. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, it's just like people, you know, people like to stick around and, and be around you because who knows why, but the whole time they're on the sidelines, like hmm, grumpy, angry, don't like anything that you have going on for yourself. There's a slight comment here and there about every little piece of success and all your wins. There's always a little comment about, oh, I didn't know you would need to do this for that. Or, oh, well, hmm, that's not a big deal. Or, you know what I mean? People just have a, oh, I guess, let's see how long that lasts. People like that, you don't want that in your life. You want somebody who's excited about you just saying like, hey, I've been constipated for a week and I finally took a shit. It's like, oh my God, like, wow. You want people that are that excited for you, like about just about anything. Like I had a cold. <laughs> honestly, honestly, like I feel you there because like, as you know, like we were speaking about this yesterday where I told you like, since I've gotten engaged, I feel like the only time where I was able to really like speak on it and just openly be happy about it is when I was that week that I got engaged because I was in DC with you and, and with and we were having a good old little vacation and it was fun, but it was just kind of like coming back into like just every day, like after coming out of vacation, you kind of go back to real life in a sense. And it was just kind of like, I wouldn't say I've been scared, but I've had this overwhelming uneasiness about sharing my 
like one of the most happiest things that I, I really didn't expect or never really saw for myself in some cases like it's a really happy thing and I should be able to enjoy that and talk about it but it's like I have really been secretive about it not because I'm not like willing to talk about it or I'm hiding my man nothing like that it's just I'm so concerned about energy and I'm so concerned about people Amen. and who I share my life with and who I share my happiness with that it's like it's been really really hard for me to just openly be obnoxiously happy about being engaged the way any woman would be or should be you know so it's like um I know we have like we got like the 10 minute sign <laughs> like five minutes ago oh. so real quick oh. the last thing I oh. want to touch on on toxicity oh. I didn't even yes. see. I'm sorry, y'all. Ooh. And this is ooh. <laughs> it's okay. It's because it's lagging. <laughs> it's lagging a lot tonight. So, um, um, the last thing that I have here that I think is really important to mention, um, because toxicity doesn't necessarily mean, as I'm pretty sure people might notice with this um, episode, we're not man bashing or we're not addressing anything man fem female male. Toxicity is is for anyone like for anyone if you feel like you have a toxic motherfucker in your life get that person away from you it could be and your family it could be that i feel like a, a lot of women have a lot of i feel like a lot of women struggle with this last topic that i'm going to mention um and it's a major point of argument in relationships and it's toxic friends and i say this because a lot of time men don't like our friends you know what i'm saying they may like one or two they may like half of one but there's always that one or or two or the whole group that your man don't like your man don't want you sharing the business with him with them your man don't really care for them being around and sometimes we see it as you're um you're trying to isolate me you're trying to keep me away from my friends you're trying to do this you're trying to do that now that can be that can be real shit it can be if you're with an abuser but if you're with a person who really cares about you and they've always shown you that they care about you and they've never given you any kind of reason to think anything less of them other than they care about you take heed to the things that they say when they point out a certain person in your life because it's not always that they're just trying to separate you from your friends or they're trying to isolate you because a lot of the times it's not sometimes it's not even your best friend sometimes it's just a girl that you have around and they're like, mm, yeah. I don't care for this person. I don't think that person has your best interest at heart. You know what I mean? And even men, women do it too. Women will tell a man, hey, I don't like this friend. This friend is kind of off to me. I don't like the way the person that you are when you're with him. And then I'm like, oh, you're just trying to stop me from having fun. You know, I'm going to go out with my boys and do anything. And it's like, no, sometimes having toxic friends, your partner can feel that shit. And they're looking out for you. That's true. And that's why a lot of that's very true. A doesn't want us telling our friends all of the relationship business because not all your friends want that relationship to survive. Some people that you call your friends are over here wishing on the downfall of your shit because they're alone and they're miserable or they're in a situation and they're still miserable and vice versa with women. There are a lot of men out here who are jealous of their homeboys relationships. Yep, so that's true. You know, I feel like, you know, I feel like that's another major toxicity but i will let mel give her two cents on this on this last topic because we only have about three minutes left okay so it's like no. <laughs> uh no i i totally agree i'll i'll just speed that up like speedy gonzalez um 
I totally agree. That's true. Sometimes they're okay. Like when I was in, in my actual relationship with my children's father, I remember him just like not liking my best friend at all. Uh, fast forward, maybe like a few years later, she ended up being like one of the most toxic, like one of the most toxic friendships I have ever, ever like, you know, that was my best friend since I was like 15. One of them in our, you know, leading up to our, it was just like when I was slim before I had my kids, it's like, she'd make comments like, oh, you know, like guys actually like thicker girls because she was thicker than she lost weight and I gained weight. And it was like, oh, you know, like I'm trying to lose weight. I'm trying. It was just always a low key competition, but I would always be like, no, she's my friend. We've been around each other for so long. Like my kid's dad would always be like, dude, this girl is a demon. My mom, everyone would just be like, this girl does not like you. She's not your friend. She's, you know what I mean? And, and they were all right. So I agree. I agree. I agree. And it's not like I'm not, I wasn't allowed to have friends or, you know, anything like that. It's literally just because sometimes other people, because you have a history with a person, you know, you, you don't want to see the bad in them, even though you sense it, even though it's poking at you, that energy wave is just like smacking you across the, the, the face every so often. You're like, mm, was that shade or hmm, that was kind of a weird movement yeah. right there. But oh you're like, mm, she's my friend, your partner or whoever don't give a fuck about that bitch will tell you like, no, that's not your friend. <laughs> you know, like she doesn't like you. She's jealous of you. She's hating on you she doesn't she wants your downfall you know those are things that that people um who are who care about you who are around you do you understand right so one minute to the clock thank you kurt so we have one minute (laughs) (laughs) nah but i didn't know i took two minutes to say that i'm sorry yeah i guess we'll wrap up here so (laughs) say you know trust your gut trust your energy trust your instincts trust, trust your, your loved ones mm. you know like yeah. sometimes you really 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 want to put your trust in someone but it's just not that's just not it um and, so yeah uh-huh. before the minute runs out follow us on instagram follow us on youtube tiktok um spotify we also have our top picks so myself melissa and kurt our producer have put together three amazing playlists every monday we add five songs to the list for how we're feeling on that day and yes contact us send us your feedback your stories your questions in the dm on instagram at crazy bitch factory inc what am i forgetting anything no um (laughs) and history is not a valid reason to keep someone in your life bam it's not a valid reason if you're if it's not working it's over (laughs) that's fine and that's (laughs) i had to take a sip of my tea and that's all for today exactly so thank you so much for coming back to the crazy bitch factory please look out for our next episode episode we're going to be doing some uh get to know your host so um i'm going to ask melissa a bunch of questions about her life and she's going to answer them because she has no choice. <laughs> so, I'm excited. That's going to be the next episode. Look out for that.